Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Every other day for this series, Thompson gets a little room and hits a three. Those are the moments I feel the best as an athlete. Fakes, fires, tucks it in. Unconscionable seven of nine from three. You feel like you're just clicking and your game is just effortless. Historically with our team, around our core, there's guys that always find a way to step up at the right time. You give uh, credible credits, do they play exceptionally well tonight, and we did. Magnificent performance from the Warriors. The series is tied 1-1, so that's where we're at. Friday, everybody. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. I'm Malika Anders, and the defending champions, they showed out on their home floor last night. The Warriors' big three, they helped Golden State to a 127-100 victory to even the series with Los Angeles as we say hello to our resident big man, Kendrick Perkins, who is here in studio. But Big Perk, let's talk about their big man, or medium man, maybe. Draymond Green, what did you see from him that helped the Warriors? Well, I mean, all the conversation has been around LeBron James and uh, Steph Curry, but the matchup inside the matchup is Draymond Green and Anthony Davis. Mm. And Draymond was a no-show in game one. And game one, Anthony Davis had it his way. That wasn't the results in game two. I saw aggressive Draymond Green offensively looking to attack. I saw Draymond Green doing what he do best. He had eight assists, 11 rebounds, and 11 points. But it was the impact on the defensive end. Look at the passion. And look at him pose at the bench. Look at the contest. That wasn't I hope you miss. That's I'm going to make you miss. And this is the best version of Draymond. And I think it's going to come down to this matchup right here. Who's going to who, what's going to decide who win this series? Hmm. Is it going to be AD that's going to dominate for the rest of the series? Or is Draymond Green going to have him in his back pocket? Because so far we have seen sort of every other game for Anthony Davis. Unfortunately. So is game three going to be the game that he's on? And typically, right, Draymond is the engine that makes the offense go. But last night, that was Steph. He dished out 12 assists. Take a look at this. He had the most he's had in a postgame in nearly a decade. So I want to keep it pushing, though, here because Draymond Green, he's at the table. Steph. He helps at the table. But when we look back at this, I mean, it was game six, Clay, that arrived a little bit early here because take a look at this shot chart from Thompson last night. He went for 30 points. That includes eight for 11 from deep, his sixth career playoff game with eight three-pointers. That is the most in NBA history. So I want to bring in my friend and yours, Zach Lowe, into the conversation. Zach, what was going through your mind watching Clay Thompson last night? I was thinking back to the first month of the season when people were nitpicking Clay, saying he doesn't look the same, he's lost a step, he'll never be the same guy. And I remember all that, you know what? We have tape of this. Just roll the tape and I'll let you know what I was thinking about. 
and I would bet on Clay Thompson. He <laughs> ended the monologue by saying, forget all the noise. I am going to be the same player again. And that's what you have to love. Clay Thompson is tough as hell. He's a legend. And considering what he went through and what those injuries are, I think he has from day one, not just in the finals, not just now, exceeded what could be reasonably expected of him based on those injuries. And I'm betting on him to continue exceeding it. So you said so. <laughs> it's Clay Thompson. It's Clay Thompson. Never doubt Clay Thompson. The man is going to have a big shooting game in every series and multiple big shooting games, most likely. And last night, he lit it up. He was the finisher that they needed. And these second half threes, just watch AD. Not quite high enough, AD. First half, he was great. He was coming in, coming out. Second half, he seemed to get a little tired. He wasn't sort of as attentive of where he needed to be. Here he comes. He's about to go dart off that loony pick, AD too far back too late that's clay freaking thompson that is too much space for him that's a three and you have to wonder as this series goes on all the stuff that ad's got to do defensively all the space he's got to cover it's hard to do that over and over again big game clay thompson showed up we've sort of been waiting for the arrival of clay thompson in this as we say hello to cj mccollum who is with us as an nba analyst today i'm curious cj i want to go back just for a second to steph curry's 12 assists you've defended him a whole lot in your career when he is dishing like that what makes him so challenging to cover I think what makes him so challenging to cover is that he's constantly moving and you're used to him being on and off the ball and I think the adjustment Steve Kerr made was put the ball in my best players hands allow him to make decisions allow him to be in picking roles allow him to really kind of decide when he wants to shoot and when he wants to pass and I thought the Lakers tried to dictate the fact that you're not going to beat us get down to the paint right here as you can see he draws three defenders Looney gets an easy layup he did a great job of getting downhill he did a great job of drawing two to him as you can see right here in this transition play he takes the open space and they help out of the strong side corner, which is a cardinal sin and shows you how deadly he is. Mm. And Kerr made a great decision inserting Jim Michael Green to the starting lineup. And he delivered, knocking down threes, getting, getting layups around the basket and showing that we're going to play Draymond at the five. We're going to take away one of our bigs and allow us to have spacing so Clay and staff can continue to drive and take open shots and really impact and affect our flow of our offense. And when both of those guys get cooking on the same night, even if it's in different ways, and that spells danger for a whole lot of teams, we've seen it time and time again over the last decade. All right, so somewhere, my dad, who texted me to make sure we were leading the show with the Warriors today, is hanging on to every single word of this conversation because they looked great last night. But now we're headed back to L.A. in this series. So I'll start with you here, Perk. Who should be feeling good? Who should be feeling a little bit more loose, better hanging on to game three this weekend? I, I, I keep, I've been saying this all morning. Oh, boy. Didn't the Lakers go down there to Golden State and get a game? Yep. And we keep talking. And, and look, rightfully so, last night, Clay and Steph, they were, they were tied together like shoelaces. They had a great game together. But we have yet to see Anthony Davis and LeBron James put a game together, and I believe that they will. I believe that the role players will play better at home, so you will get better production offensively from Vanderbilt. D'Angelo Russell shown us what he's doing, what he has done in the Crypto.com arena. I believe that the team that won on the road that is going home has the edge and they should be feeling good and that's the Los Angeles Lakers. Well that's kind of what LeBron said last night right he said we still feel like we have one of the best defenses one of the top defenses well, in do. the NBA. Yeah, they do. Zach do you feel as good as Perk does about LA? 
Not quite, but I agree with Perkin that both teams should feel fine right now. The Lakers got a win. The Warriors got some momentum. And LeBron's right. They do have one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. But what's starting to worry me about the Lakers is their offense has been bad for the entire playoffs. They're scoring at a rate that would have ranked 29th among 30 teams in the regular season. They were not a very good offensive team in the regular season. About average, a little bit worse, even after the trade deadline. And as long as we go into the playoffs, the longer we go, the more we wait for this team to have a kind of a breakout offensive game. It just doesn't seem like it's coming. The spacing is clunky. And unless their offense picks up a little bit, it's going to be hard for them to beat these good teams over and over again. You can't be a one-way team in the playoffs. And right now, the Lakers are veering into a defense-first, almost defense-only mm -hmm. team. That's interesting, especially when you're talking about a team that has such an offense of engine like Golden State. Where do you fall on this, CJ? I got to pause here before I answer this question. Me <laughs> okay. and Park have been arguing all day. No, we have I think the winner, a friendly conversation. I think the winner of Game 3 wins this series, to be honest with you. And I think historically, um, if you look at LeBron, you look at AD, AD has played extremely well in every other game. This is the next game in which I think he's going to be very, very dominant. Mm. I think there's a sense of urgency on the Lakers' part because they got whooped in Game 2. They kind of let go of the rope, and I think this is a chance for them to kind of show that, look, we did what we were supposed to do. We got the split on the road. Now we're going to take care of our business at home. So I, I think that uh, the Lakers are going to come out and compete. I think they ultimately are probably going to win game three. But I feel like the Warriors history shows that mm. they're to be trusted. They're to be counted on. They have a guy who delivers. They have a younger team, but they're experienced and veterans. And they have the ultimate advantage of having a game seven be at home if it comes down to a game seven in this series. Well, I want to know this. And I think I, I know Zach answer. I heard CJ answer. I want to hear your answer. Melissa. My answer. Yes, I, I'm taking over the host for just this part of the city. Please do. All right. What's going on? I need to know. AD is 30 years old. Yep. Why do we have to consistently see the up and down? I'm not, I'm just asking. Not five games. We just want to see. If I had the answer to that, I would be working for the Lakers, the Lakers medical staff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sitting no, but up here. You, you, have a pretty, you have a great basketball mind, and I'm just trying to see like when you're watching it, it's not disturbing to you. Right. Well, but I think last night you mentioned Draymond Green at the top of the show and when Draymond contested AD's shots, he held him to one of five on those shots. So it just seems like this is a Rubik's Cube where they just keep tinkering and tinkering and tinkering. And then also health has had such a, a big thing to do with this for Anthony Davis. And knock on, knock on wood, he's been healthy thus far this year. That's wood right there. This is not wood. <laughs> there we See, go. Here's the thing, though. When I when I look at Anthony Davis, I feel like at some point, at some point, it got to be about the name on the back of your jersey. Yeah. Like, you got to be able to go out there and do it for yourself. Mm. And I'm, I guarantee you, you hear what I'm saying. You hear what people are saying about you. Like, bro, like, take some pride. Take some pride and say, you know what? I'm going to go out there and do it for me. So that I could look in the mirror and say that I'm going out there and being the best version of myself. Does that mean he's going to make every shot? No. Does that mean he's going to shoot a high percentage every night? No. But it's no way in hell Anthony Davis should ever leave a game without having 15-plus rebounds and about five blocks, and you should say his presence was felt. Not leaving the game thinking that was me on the floor last sure. night. 
give yourself a little bit more credit than that, Perk. But, saying, I, but I do think like it, it, we, have to, we have to also look at Golden State, right? They affected Anthony Davis last night. They saw him go off in game one, and then they said, okay, this is an adjustment we're going to make. And now we're going to see the counter adjustment to the adjustment because that's what this is a game of. And we're going to get a lot more into the Lakers a little bit later on this show. But we also need to talk about the MVP because Joel Uh-oh. Embiid, he is going home, sir. It's going to be rocking for in For game now. three tonight. So will he ignite the crowd so that they can take a 2-1 series lead over Boston? We're going to dive into that. Doc, send me the PJ. And it's a must win tonight for the shorthanded Suns. Can Booker and KD keep their title hopes alive without Chris They better. Or they go get swept. Plus, Perk, it is that time again. Get your phone out because every series with the Nuggets and the Suns is knotted up at one game apiece. So which series is the most likely to go to seven? Get out your phones, scan the QR code, vote now, and we will reveal the results at the end of the show. I'm curious what you think on this perk, but save it for a little later. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. Here we go. Game three of the Sixers Celtics. That is tonight in Philadelphia. The series, it is even at one game apiece after Boston's blowout win in game two. But the MVP, Joel Embiid, he returned to action after missing two games with a sprained right knee. He is listed as questionable, but you can see here he was in good spirits at shoot-around earlier today. So back here with Kendrick Perkins, Zach Lowe, CJ McCollum, and Perk. We saw Embiid sort of shaking off that game two rust. He's going back to Philadelphia now. The MVP trophy will be handed to him. He's going to have the whole ceremony. The first one we've seen in Philadelphia since who? Since Allen Iverson in 2001. And by the way, he had 52 points in that game. So what are the keys going into tonight for you? You know what? The key is going to be the pick and roll with him and James Harden. I I know everybody wants to see James Harden mimic that 45-piece wing dinner, but that's not happening. And I know people want to see Joel Embiid demand the ball in certain spots. That's not happening. I believe the thing that's going to happen is those two are going to work together like they have been doing all season long. And I think James Harden is going to make sure that he gets going, get easy buckets, and then it's going to go from there. But I expect that building to be rocking. Matter of fact, I would love to be there, but I can't. I expect the role players to step up, and I expect P.J. Tucker on his birthday to shine. I expect him to knock down some corner shots tonight and bring that intensity because the Celtics disrespected him last game. Zach, who are you looking at? 
Same thing as Perk, Harden and Embiid. A little nugget for you, Perk. A little stat to prove your point. Only That's 13 pick and rolls in game two with Harden as the ball handler and Embiid as the screener. That's the sixth lowest in any game this year. And three of the five below that were in the first round where they didn't have to run any pick and rolls because the Nets just triple teamed Embiid every time he touched the ball. I thought that was very curious in game two. Was it rust? Was it that they hadn't played together in a little bit? Was it respect for Boston's defense and how many different looks they can throw at that play? But I was just struck by how rarely we saw it. And I do think they'll lean back into it tonight just to try to get a little a little verve back in their offense. They're not going to beat the Celtics going one-on-one. Their defenders are too good. What do you think, CJ? I think a combination of what everybody has been talking about will be extremely important for the Sixers. Embiid needs to get catches at the elbow. He needs to get catches around the nail, and he needs to be aggressive and take more than nine shots. I think all those things will happen. As you can see right here, picture against the Pelicans. We won this game, by the way. I was trying to put that on the record. Get to the short pocket right here. That was a pick and roll with Embiid and James. Hopefully they run more than 13 tonight. Another situation where he gets to pick and roll. However, he likes his matchups, so he goes to the elbow and isos. Against Boston, they're going to load the nail. There's going to be a lot of help, so you got to have your shooters ready. It's a good thing they're at home because all role players shoot better at home. But right here, he has space, drives, and dunks. Sorry, Vili. I'm sorry we had to show this highlight. But I think all in all, he's got to be aggressive. He's got to get the ball in his areas and make the right decisions. But I look forward to seeing Tobias Harris, Therese mm. Maxey, um, Bang Bang Niang. I look forward to seeing all those guys get open shots, take open shots, and make open shots to help these guys out tonight. CJ, there are a million reasons that we appreciate you, your excellent analysis of the game, but also your willingness to use your team's own clips yeah. to prove a point. That's, and yes, they did win that game. This is what so it's all about. We so petty on this show, and we, you fit right We on appreciate in. it. You fit right yeah. in with us. All right, our coverage on ESPN <laughs> and the app tonight, it starts in Philadelphia for Game 3 at 7.30 Eastern before we go to Phoenix where the Suns host the Nuggets. Can the Suns get on the board here? The Countdown Crew tips off our coverage at 7.30 Eastern. So you might remember this, that two months ago we shared with you the story of John Howe, a 20-year-old student who was shot at Michigan State University and left paralyzed from the chest down. And Howe is a huge fan of James Harden. And when Harden heard about Howe's story, he reached out, he sent game-worn sneakers to the hospital, he FaceTimed with the young man, and he promised when Howe was well enough, he could attend a Sixers game as his guest. Well, we have a wonderful update to that story. Howe has been released from the hospital and he will be attending Sunday's game in Philadelphia as Harden's guest. He still has a long road ahead of him, but Harden has vowed to be there every step of the way. Still to come on NBA Today, we preview game three tonight in Phoenix. What would be the fallout? If the Suns get eliminated in the second round. Oh, we're going to have a conversation about Kevin Durant. And we're also headed to South Beach, all tied up at one. Actually, Perk, I fly there tonight, in fact. We have the latest on Jimmy Butler's ankle injury that kept him out of game two. Plus, the Bay Area's very own joins the show. E40, we ask him if Steph is the best athlete to ever play in the Bay. Ghost ride the whip. Discussion. NBA Today rolls on. <laughs> yup. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Some news in the West. The Phoenix Suns officially ruled Chris Paul out for Game 3 due to a left groin strain. Now, Chris Paul has the Suns' best plus-minus differential so far in the playoffs. Phoenix has outscored opponents by 39 points when Paul is on the floor. And the Suns trail Denver two games to none. And the series, the games are actually every other day unless the Suns can force a Game 7. So welcoming in senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, what is the outlook here for Chris Paul? Yeah, there, there's not a lot of optimism right now. Uh, on Chris Paul's return, uh, uh, certainly in the short term in this series. He was ruled out yesterday uh, for Game 3, and I think Game 4 is going to be an uphill climb for Chris Paul. Uh, These groin injuries are difficult. They are hard to get past quickly. He's got to be able to plant. He's got to be able to uh, pivot and move. He's not been able to do that yet. And so I think that the the only chance I think Phoenix really has here is to find a way to get game three and start extending this series. Uh, But this is an uphill climb right now uh, to see Chris Paul again uh, against the Nuggets, uh, at least certainly uh, looking at game four on Sunday. Hmm, Okay, so right now the Suns, their back is effectively against the wall. And Nikola Jokic, he was asked about what he expected from Phoenix going into tonight's game three. Take a listen. You expect their energy to be up now that they're back in their home court? No, my friend, I expect they surrender and they give us points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just the best. All right, bringing Zach Lowe, CJ McCollum into the conversation. CJ, I want to start with you here. How can Phoenix actually get back into this series? I think it's going to take their role players stepping up, to be honest with you. Um, Kevin Durant has played extremely well. Him and Booker have combined to shoot 49% in this series. They're averaging about 59 points per game between them. I don't know how much more they can do. Let's say they score 65 or 70 combined tonight. They still have to figure out how to get production from other guys on the team. I'm looking forward to seeing what Aiton does. He's been called out a lot of times by the media lately for his lack of effort around the basket in terms of rebounding, finishing around the basket, and not putting up much resistance against Joker. Craig had a great first series. I look forward to him getting some corner threes tonight at home. Campaign's going to get some extra minutes tonight. Damian Lee, who can shoot the ball just like the Curry brothers, uh, is definitely in position to, to really get contribution. He's going to get minutes. So if one of them or two of them can produce, they get a win tonight. But ultimately, I feel like they're going to lose the series because of the bench play and the role players not mm. playing as well as Denver's bench and Denver's role players. Well, how do you get the role players going? Without CP3 being there, then who's going to take on that point guard position? And I believe it's not Devin Booker. It has to be Kevin Durant. 
And I love when Kevin Durant has to move to that point forward position. We've seen it time and time again when he was with the Brooklyn Nets and he was putting up those triple doubles. And the one thing I love about KD is that he don't get enough credit for his playmaking ability. If I'm Monty Williams, I challenge Kevin Durant. I put the ball in his hands, not only to go get buckets, but to also make others around him better. We know that he's capable of going down there and helping DeAndre Ayton rebound. We know that he can elevate his game on the defensive side for us protecting the basket and getting blocked at the rim. Hell, he's seven foot, although he say he's 6'11". So I'm looking at KD to take ownership and take over at that point guard spot and become that point forward that we seen LeBron James be and we saw him be in, in the Brooklyn Nets uniform without Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Zach, how are you evaluating this? Now, first of all, I'm 5'11 and three quarters, but I say I'm six feet, so I go the opposite <laughs> way from Kevin Durant. Look, CJ mentioned the role players, and he rattled off a whole bunch of names, and he said, how much more can Devin Booker and Kevin Durant really do? And unfortunately for those two guys, I think the answer might be they just may have to score 70 points on efficient shooting combined in this game for them to win because the Suns are just thin on guys who can create their own offense. This was baked into the trade. They traded a lot of depth and a lot of draft picks for one guy, despite the fact that that guy, Kevin Durant, who's one of the greatest players in the history of the world, has been coming off an injury this year. Despite the fact that Chris Paul, unfortunately, this seems to happen this time of year every single playoffs this was the risk baked into that trade and now the challenge is they're just running out of guys who can create offense and yeah it would help if Damian Lee could make more threes and Josh Okogie could crash the boards and get sure. a couple putbacks and they'll need that but the story may just be they need monster games from both Devin Booker and Kevin Durant to win any of these games against the Nuggets team who we barely mentioned which is a well-oiled machine right mm -hmm. now on both ends of the floor yeah, you know, Zach said it. I mean, you, you have to just assume tonight at least 70 points out of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Uh, but Torrey Craig, to me, he was so pivotal in that Clippers series, right. averaged 12 and a half points. He scored three points uh, across games one and two. I think Torrey Craig has to uh, make himself felt uh, this weekend, games three and four. Well, that game, it tips off at 10 o'clock Eastern. And the Suns, remember, they are 1-16 in, in series that they have trailed 0-2. A seventh grade student shot and killed eight children at a security guard at an elementary school in the Serbian capital, Belgrade, on Wednesday. And that's when Luka Doncic stepped in. So, Woj, how exactly did Luka do that? Yeah, Luka Doncic, you know, reached out immediately through his foundation uh, and himself, talked to the mayor of Belgrade, school officials, has offered uh, to pay for the funeral services uh, of those impacted uh, and any kind of counseling sessions uh, that are going to be needed at the school. And he's made it clear to that community uh, that he is going to be available for the long term, however they need him. I think trying to rally up some other players from the Balkans uh, who certainly uh, have roots there. Uh, he is from Slovenia, but his family, from his father to a grandmother, aunts, an uncle, uh, a cousin, they live within a 30-mile radius of Belgrade. That's a special place to him. And so Luka Doncic has made it clear to them, I am here for you, uh, and he wants to be there in the long term as this community tries to um, get through this ordeal. That's a tremendous gesture from Luka Doncic in the face of tragedy here. NBA Today, we'll be right back.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You started out, I think, one for, one six, for six first half, and then 23 in the second half. What do you make of that disparity? Honestly, guys, I uh, feel sorry for myself as I'm out here, man. Just let's go hoop. For the lead. Oh, yeah! Jalen Brunson! You ain't gonna switch when I'm balling out. It's who he is. He never disappoints you. There's no quitting him. Welcome back Welcome to back NBA, NBA Countdown. Today. Presented, Presented by, by Levi's. We are 24 hours away from Knicks Heat Game 3. Jimmy Butler, he recently posted a video of himself getting shots up with trainer Chris Brickley. And Butler, remember, he sat out Game 2 with a sprained ankle. And the Miami Heat lost that game. So Woj is back here with us. What are you hearing, Adrian, about Jimmy's status for this Game 3? Uh, Malika, uh, Eric Spolstra, after uh, the Heat, uh, during their media session today, said uh, that they know what Jimmy Butler's intentions are. Uh, for game three tomorrow. I'm told that those intentions uh, are to play, and I think the Heat made that pretty clear today. Uh, they won't officially say he's active until uh, just before they have to pregame, but you can expect Jimmy Butler back in that Heat lineup with the series tied 1-1. He has some intentions <clears throat> to return. All right, let's shift to the team that Miami eliminated, the Milwaukee Bucks. They fired their head coach, Mike Budenholzer, yesterday. The news came down just eight days after the team's surprising first-round playoff exit. Now, remember, Milwaukee had the NBA's best record this season. Of course, they also won the 2021 championship under Mike Budenholzer. And despite the way things ended, Bud, his time in Milwaukee, it looks very impressive when you take a look at it on paper. He racked up the most wins in both regular season and playoffs during his five-year tenure. He also owns the best win percentage by a coach in Milwaukee Bucks history. But this is an interesting time for Milwaukee right now. They have a lot of decisions to make as they continue this search for their next head coach, including, of course, whatever it's going to say, oh, the future of Giannis in Milwaukee. So how is all of this impacted by this head coaching vacancy? Listen, there's no more important factor in any decision an organization makes than how does it impact Giannis Antetokounmpo. How does it impact your star player? That's no different in Milwaukee. They've had great success together. Uh, Giannis, Mike Budenholzer, he was a two-time MVP, won a championship. Uh, but this is an organization at a crossroads now. Free agency potentially for Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton. They would love to get Giannis signed to another extension this summer. But I think this for this organization now, it's finding somebody now who takes you through the next several years has a vision for how they're going to play. It may look different than how they played with a younger Chris Middleton, a younger uh, Brooke Lopez, certainly Drew Holiday still playing 
at a really high level, but like they don't make these decisions in vacuums. I think John Horst, he said it today, their GM, I think he agonized over this because on paper, Mike Budenholzer had tremendous success, uh, almost a 700 winning percentage in the regular season, a conference finals, and of course, the championship. But remember, Mike Budenholzer, five years in Atlanta, had great success. It ended in five years there. Now it's ended in five years in Milwaukee. He will coach again if he wants to. He is a great program builder. I think this organization felt they needed someone to take them through this next period of time. And certainly, again, at the forefront of that decision, how does it impact Giannis and how do they now put a team around him and a coaching staff around him uh, that he's going to embrace and he's going to feel like gives him a reason to want to stay in Milwaukee long term. And now a coaching search gets underway for John Horst and the Milwaukee Bucks. Woj, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. All right, my friends, get your phones out. Let us know. Who do you think is the series that is most likely to go to seven games in these semifinals? We're going to reveal your answers at the end of the show, but don't wait. Vote now. And coming up next, is it Perk? Nope. Do you want to stick around? Yep. Bay Area mogul, legendary rap artist E-40 is here. That's coming up next. Hey, what's happening? This is E-40, and you're watching NBA Today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Game two of the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. James has to hoist it up. Backs ahead. Nice back and forth here in the second quarter of game two. Tops and fires up a three. Got it. Hello, Clay Thompson. Lighten it up tonight. Davis went from being the best player on the floor in game one to disappearing in game two. They want to be a little bit more physical with Anthony Davis. This has been a masterful response by the Warriors. Perk, we are so lucky. What a treat this is. Bay Area legend, Warrior superfan E40 is here in the building with us. Thank you so much, sir, for spending a little bit of time. And first of all, you were at the game last night. What was it like watching the Warriors even up the series at one apiece? I love it because I get to talk crazy to Mount Westmore and Snoop Dogg. Me and Tushar get to talk crazy to, to Snoop and uh, Ice Cube, you know? What's my it favorite word? <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> Go ahead, Perk. Oh, man. E-40, the legend. What's going on? Hey, look, you've been watching Braun and Steph go at it, you know, since they Braun was in Cleveland, right? Watching yeah. right now and watching this rivalry, what do you see out of those two? Like, the, the, the intensity or the respect level. Like, what do you see being in that atmosphere watching those two compete again on this big stage? This is what we was hoping for, you mm -hmm. know, the Lakers and the Warriors, you know, two goats going at it. You know, and um, they're both competitive. I tell people all the time, you know, Steph, my goat. You know what I'm saying? I tell people all the time, Steph is anointed, you know. And LeBron is a great guy as well. And, and uh, you know, most definitely, you know, 
one of the, one of the best players, if not the best players in the NBA ever. Um, but them two going at it is beautiful because, um, you know, this is what it's like right now. It's the Bay Area, you know, fans, you know, talking crazy to the to the to the Southern California fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, Steph is, a, you know, for him to be, you know, the height that he's at, he go in there, he goes in the hole like he's seven foot tall, mm. man. Um, it's a real battle, man. It's a real battle. But Steph is my guy, and um, and he's 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 he's, he's going to be the goat. Y'all just remember when I told y'all this, all right? He's going to be the GOAT at the end of his career or either before. So the series is tied 1-1. L.A. came in and did their thing. The Lakers game one and one. Now all of a sudden, y'all headed back to L.A., okay? I need Mm -hmm. to know what are your expectations for your future GOAT and Steph Curry and what is the message that you're giving to the Golden State Warriors to one, either try to even this series up or either coming back to Golden State to close this thing out. That's the plan is to come back to Golden State and close it out. I think oh. when we get out there, I think that I think that on their soil, they're going to be surprised at how we how we show up and show out. We, we, we you know, we don't crack under pressure. You see how we did it in Sacramento. You understand me when we was down two and oh. <laughs> Or two or whatever you want to call it. So you know, we we um we, we redeemed ourselves and pushed reset and, and and cut up, man. We went in there and cut up, man, and won and won the first round. So we'll do the same with them. And you know, I'm I'm not hating on the Lakers, you know, but at the same time, <laughs> the fans gonna mess it up. Y'all fans gonna mess it up because y'all talking too y'all talking big y'all talking too much big <laughs> man. You feel me? They, they messing it up. <laughs> And Jason, they said, we we humble. We already know what we can do. We already know what we've been doing. Oh, yeah, humble. I mean, if E-40 said it. So, Park, I don't know if yeah. you know this. During the early years of the, the Warriors dynasty, uh-huh. E-40, he wrote a little remix to yeah. his song, Choices. And I was singing it all day in the news. You know how it goes? Well, no, but I heard you say Did it happen in one day? Came a long way? Nope. <laughs> Never know what kind of angle. Hey. Crossover, break your ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Sloppy with a rock. <laughs> winning the title in 2023. Yeah. That's three straight yups. Are we going to get a remix to the song for the 2023 Warriors? (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe. Oh man. Ooh. I'm gonna leave it as it is. Nope. Nope. All right. There. There we go. We're gonna. We're gonna keep the. We're gonna yeah. keep the. The <laughs> go hard like Barnes in the paint. <laughs> that part. Hey. <laughs> Shoot a three pointer uh, in his face. E40. Thank you so much for spending end. some time with Appreciate us here you, on man. NBA Kendrick, today. Kendrick. Huh? Kendrick. Who you got? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, E4. This quiz wasn't for me. You asking me who I got for us winning the championship or who I, I know got? who you got. I know who you got. You never, you never go with us. But go ahead. Oh, uh, we, we had a conversation about this last year when, when I Carry met you on. when I was getting some food. But when it comes to winning the championship, I'm gonna ride with the Bean Town. Okay, I'm going with the Celtics. I feel like they got it on their mind. They got a revenge. Jason Tatum got revenge on his mind. But I don't even have y'all picked to win this series. Wow. Well, nah, if... that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this series. Yeah, I got the Lakers. I, I know you. I got the Kane. The Kane. Hey, let's bet. Can you bet? Can we bet a dollar? Please do. Oh, just uh, one dollar? That's it? Uh, one dollar. No. I want you to I want you to wire deposit it on ACH. Well, I, I don't want to whatever your financial institution is I, that you bet. I don't want to do I wanna do I don't wanna do money, but I know you got a couple things out there, you know, some alcoholic <laughs> beverages and things like that. I'll send you my address. <laughs> Well, Did if we see Boston Warriors <laughs> once go. again, then maybe we can have you back on the show. Thank you so much for stopping by. Appreciate I'll it. I'll see y'all some of this. Mango Scott, Earl Stevens. Hello. It's your last chance. Get your phones out. Let us know which series do you think is most likely to go to seven games. You have 60 seconds. Get your votes in. Then our panel is going to react after the break. You can see the results in just a couple minutes. NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. Can I do it? I'll do this oh. one and you can do it then, bro. Hey, action. Everybody's been a unicorn over the last few years, but he's more like, like an alien. You gotta get ready for this kid. Gosh, he looks like someone who is kind of a product of what the new Hooper is supposed to look like. This is the cheat code. This is not fair. We may think of him as one of the best players to ever live. These are things that you do on your video games as a kid, you know, growing up. Yeah, he's like the 2K creative player. Every point guard that wants to be seven foot. A player like him is uh, once in a lifetime. My next goal is to be the number one pick. <laughs> I know I got a lot to show. Future, the future. Oh, he definitely the future. His nickname is the future. Perk, have you set your DVR yet? Do not miss that SC fi featured on Victor Wembanyama. It's at 11 o'clock on SportsCenter this upcoming Sunday, and it is going to be unbelievable. All right. The results are in, though, my friends. And before we get your results on who we think is going to go seven games potentially in this semifinal round, I want to see what America had to say, Big Perk. Who do you think they got? Okay, 48% of the vote said that the Lakers and the Warriors are going to be the most likely to go to seven games. The Suns Nuggets is the least likely. That is trending certainly in that direction. I just uh, think America want. I just think America want to see that go seven games. Okay. I, I don't. I don't agree. I actually think it's Boston and Philly. You think I it's think, Boston and Philly? Yeah, I think wow. we have yet Big to perk. see. I think we have yet to see the best of this series, and I think it's going to continue to get good. Okay, Zach, do you agree? 
we get four game sevens? Can we get four game sevens? That's what I want to speak into existence. But the answer for me is Heat Heat Knicks. I think it's in the collective bargaining agreement that any Heat Knicks series must go the maximum number of games and include injuries, low scoring games, 90 point games, and maybe one fight. So I'm going Heat Knicks. All right, CJ. I agree. Uh, although we all love to see Steph Curry versus LeBron in a Game 7, ratings would be through the roof. Ticket prices He's getting the, the hang roof. of I think it. It's, yeah. <laughs> I think it's Heat Knicks. Uh, I might have to get back for that game in the Garden. I know the Garden will be jumping. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's going to play great. Julius Randle. Jalen Brunson. Great addition to the Knicks. All those lefties on the Knicks team getting to that left hand in the paint. I'm looking forward to, to watching the playoffs and seeing what happens, but I think that's the series most likely to go seven. New York's going to be Come rocking. on. I'm, I'm rocking with America. I am going. I'm, I'm going with it. Warriors, Lakers, they are the series that is most likely to go to seven games. We've seen all elements of this why wouldn't we want this to go to seven? Why are you hitting our new desk so hard? I don't know. It just I got excited and it just kind Every of came time out. It's the Warriors. Uh, the Lakers and the Warriors is my pick. There is one person though who who didn't vote, who didn't chime in in this, and that's our very own Chanae Agumake. We back again. It's more than a game. Don't play with my name. I'm bringing my gang. Part of that talking just sound like a show. I'm just letting you know that I'm not entertained. You hear the crowd, they screaming my name. I got the stadium going insane. Done with the talking, it ain't no discussion. You started, I finished, put me in the game. Shanae is getting started in her WNBA season. We're, we're pulling up. Yeah, we pull we're up. pulling up. You know what? Shout out to Shanae. You know why? Coming in, punching in the clock yes. day after day in the studio and going home, getting in her work, being prepared to go into training camp to start her season. Kudos to her. Shanae's on a different kind of grind. We're still going to have her in the studio here on NBA Today. She's just going to be here a little less going back and forth also on a quest to win a championship. You know who else is on that quest? The Lakers, the Warriors. We have a huge game three going down tomorrow night on ABC. Zach Lowe, your final thoughts on this game three matchup. I mean, I can't wait for it. And I want to go back to Anthony Davis because he's getting hammered today all over the place. People are wondering where he is. Why only shows up every other game? And Perk mentioned that earlier. I just want to give the Warriors a little credit. There are two teams playing in this game. Draymond Green's defense on him was sensational. Their pick and roll defense on the Lakers was sensational. AD can't get to the rim because the Warriors aren't guarding anybody on the perimeter. The paint is a totally swarmed no-fly zone and on the other end he's doing everything on defense and I think that's taken a lot out of him. That said, I'd love to hear Perk's ideas for how to get him more involved in the offense. Is it post-ups? Should they run some little cross screens for him, get him some post-touches? Is it just a matter of him making more of those floaters? Like, what does he need to do to stop this narrative of every other day? What was missing last night, Perk? Well, well, Zach, you know, after game one, we didn't give the Lakers their proper just due. All we talked about was should Jordan Poole have taken that shot and was it a bad shot? We didn't say, oh, the Lakers went and stole game one. And if we did, we said it briefly, okay? But I believe that Anthony Davis, the criticism is warranted. Again, we're not asking him to go out there and have five consecutive games of dominating. We're just saying, can you put two consecutive games together where you're the best player on the floor? That's not a hard ask. 
How hard of an ask is it, CJ? Oh. It is very, very hard. <laughs> um, I think looking at this series, I think we're all right. AD didn't play well. He wasn't aggressive. He let go of the ropes, just like the rest of the Lakers team. And you got to credit the Warriors for what they did. The Warriors played smarter. They played harder. They had more on the line. There was more of a sense of urgency. And Draymond Green was locked in. He knew, I might not score. I might not get assists. But this guy is not beating us. And I'm going to guard him and make sure he does it. And that's what he did. So I, I credit both teams. Both teams took care of business. Lakers responded well in game one coming out of that series, and the Warriors responded well in game two. And now I look forward to seeing AD play well because it's an even number game. Oh, no, it's an odd number it's game. It's an odd number. But well, he just had his... a bad game. Yeah. He just no, had a, a good bad one. game, so that means he plays good games well. coming. He plays well in odd numbered games, strangely. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm also interested to see what adjustments Darvin Ham is going to make. We saw what Steve yeah. Kerr did. Now it's time for Ham to get in, into his bag and show us what he's going to bring to the table come tomorrow night. It's going I want to see be some fun. Malik Beasley minutes. Oh. I need Malik Beasley to get some minutes. The Warriors brought in That's J. Michael Green randomly. The post podcast. Well, everyone, give you have a Malik couple of Beasley hours still. Make sure that you give a listen to the wildly successful low post podcast to get ready for this game. We have a doubleheader tonight on our air. Yep. We have the Nuggets, the Suns, the Sixers, the Celtics, and then a doubleheader again tomorrow on ABC. Guys, it is a <laughs> great weekend of hoops. Bang on the gas yes, one more time. Stop it feels good. It. We'll see you on Monday. That's going to do it for us here on NBA Today.